Hello and welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast about movies that we haven't seen yet. My name is Trent. I'm here with my wife, Betsy. I'm Betsy! And today we are going to round out the final movie in our Detour series. Detour! uh, Regarding our Fast and Furious uh, stuff. Uh, Today we're going to watch the 2011 movie Drive, starring Ryan Gosling. Yes, indeed. So we haven't seen this. Neither Neither of of us us have seen this. It uh, came out the year we started dating in 2011. Yeah. Um, you this know, is, this is kind I, of one of those best movies people haven't watched. Yeah, I've heard from from many people that hey, Drive is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just kind of last night scrolling through our movies to see, okay, well, what would be a good movie to round out this whole thing? Yep. And we looked at the description, and it it, it seems okay. I mean, it's about cars and driving and i guess it's a, like a getaway he's yeah. a getaway driver he's a getaway driver and but my understanding is there's not actually like a ton of driving but when yeah. there is it's really good right and like we were kind of scrolling through the descriptors and we saw all the actors in it and there's a ton of people in this movie that we know mm-hmm. it's yeah like we're gonna know everybody in it so, so that's pretty cool what i could glean just from that is we're gonna get a lot of kind of vignette things where yeah. he's driving different people right and so there's just a lot of celebrities packed into this movie because of sure. it they all come in they do their one scene two scenes right and then they're done yeah that's very much possible yeah i don't really know who else is you know a star in it mm-hmm. i mean ryan gosling is the only one on the on the the movie poster so well and even 10 years ago ryan gosling was still kind of on the rise that was sort of his year yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The early two thousands, I and mean, he was kind of trying to get out of his, you know, romantic comedy type of type of typecast. Right. Um, when did the Ides of March come out? Uh, twenty twelve, thirteen. Yeah, it was in that in in that vein. I loved the Ides of March. Yeah. Um, and he's a star in that one as well. Have I ever told you the first thing I ever saw Ryan Gosling in? Probably, but go ahead anyway for our listeners. <laughs> he was. On the adventures of young Hercules. He I don't was, know if I've heard this He story. was a teenager. He was very blonde, completely baby-faced, no facial hair. And he was young Hercules. It was like a syndicated hmm. kids' adventure show. So this would have been post-Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, I was going to ask. That he, pre- was on the, he was, the, he was yeah. a Disney kid, so wasn't he? So it was he? after his Disney kid years, yeah. but before he made it into like big movies. So kind of the first one that he really got recognition for was Half Nelson. Okay. That was kind of his first major starring role. Never heard of it. Right, and it was still kind of growing. So I don't really know what movie really put him on the map, the except notebook. The Notebook. Yes, it's The Notebook. <laughs> But a yeah. movie I've not seen. Oh no! How have you not seen The Notebook? We're gonna have to have a romance series. Oh God! <laughs> why did I even say that? I'm no, no. It's too late. It's too late. We're just gonna watch all of the Nicholas Sparks movies. Oh God! I'm gonna make you miserable because they <laughs> never end well. Yeah. Nicholas Sparks, you Spoilers. son of a Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Listen, if you have read one Nicholas Sparks book... I haven't. Or, or you have seen <laughs> even two Nicholas Sparks movies, or You know how these, the rest of them go? I have seen, I think, maybe four, and they all make me sad. <laughs> For different reasons. Sure. So, yeah. Ryan Gosling got on the map, 
And somewhere in the middle of his career here, yeah. for where we are at this point, he made this movie, yeah. Drive. And I and have heard many people say this is a good movie, but for whatever reason, we just haven't watched sure. it. Sure. And in the same vein as, as Ryan Gosling, the first movie we saw together on our first date. Yep. It was a Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone movie. We sure did. We saw Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love is the the movie we watched the first date uh, we had. August 21st, 2011. Are you just going to keep reminding yourself of when it is? Yes, I'm recording this, Betsy. Are you? <laughs> it is going to be very soon, and we're going to do something. I don't know. <laughs> we I haven't we talked about it. we're going bowling. Oh, yeah, we're going to go bowling. <laughs> The one we thing we've never bowling. done. The one thing we've never. We were just talking about going on a trip to Lincoln, Nebraska, and they have bowling alleys there. Oh boy! <laughs> there you go. We'll go to uh, Lincoln and we'll go bowling. No, we won't. Shut but up. We, we will, will. But we will go and watch Drive, starring Ryan Gosling, right now. Right now. are back yeah uh i had no idea it was that kind of a movie i also had no idea it was that kind of a movie wow did that escalate quickly yeah so i thought that was pretty amazing yeah i really liked that yeah but it's one of those movies that i'm like i'm not gonna be in a rush to rewatch that no because <laughs> it got violent very quickly wow so from being like the first half being like completely low key, yeah. and like like the the music was low key. I I kind of figured maybe hey this is might be some kind of weird '80s throwback because the one of the first things I wrote down was this movie feels like it wants to be set in the '80s. Yes, so the font that they choose, yeah, the style of jacket he's wearing uh -huh, the bomber jacket the bomber jacket um and the music all of the music all of it is, is very really, synthy yes synthy retro 80s music yeah and it gives you a definite vibe the whole movie it's got a style for sure absolutely um i was i was sitting here watching it kind of thinking is this going to be one of those movies where it's also like city as character and it really wasn't. It wasn't. Um, but you did see a whole lot of Los Angeles. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so let's just start at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The first part of the movie is very quiet, mm -hmm. but it's tense. Yeah, like there's this, a lot of in intensity in the entire movie. This movie is really good at tension. Yeah. It's very silent tension. It's not doing it with music. It's not doing it with dialogue. It's just... Silence. The main character barely speaks. He barely speaks. And so you open the movie with, you know, a heist. There's a, a somebody busting a, getaway. A, a store and he's helping yeah. them get away. And he doesn't say a word. It's about as low-key of, of a getaway I have ever seen in movies. Yeah. And like, he's completely calm. Yeah. And, and, and like, I, I wrote down... You know, he gets this car from Brian Cranston's character. Yep. Um, it's an it's a Chevy Impala, with but a with, a, uh, with a souped up engine put in with three hundred horsepower. It's like, 
I wonder how often that happens. Right. In like real life uh, scenarios like this, where you're wanting to look, you want to inconse- blend in. You want to, yeah, you want to blend in, be inconse- in- inconsequential to any of the other traffic happening, but you got this monster engine in there. So that you can speed up and get away from people if you need to. Like, he literally says, this is the most common car in California. Yeah. A silver Impala. Yeah. Which, that's pretty brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it's genius. If you you don't want to be noticed. Well, the the genius thing is not only that, but to actually get away, you're actually... So they depicted in the movie, he's turning up the the game. There's a basketball game happening. Yep. And, At the Staples Center, so yeah, big basketball game. Right, in downtown L.A., and he times his getaway to when the game gets out so that he can go into the parking lot, to the to the parking ramp, park the car, walk away with everybody else who's getting out. Yeah, I was really confused at first. I was like, why does he keep turning the game on the radio? Yeah. He keep turning it up. It's like, maybe yeah. he's just a big sports fan. <laughs> and then he pulls in yeah. right at the buzzer, and uh-huh. it's like... Oh, no, okay. That's fucking brilliant. We have only ever been to a professional sports game once. Right. Uh, been to the game once, and that was a very different kind of a thing. Yeah. Because we went to a we went to a Green Bay Packer game, and there's no like big like parking ramp or anything like that. No. It's all street parking and there's a parking lot. Yes. But for the most part, people will drive, will just park in people's driveways. Right. In their homes. Now, the other one that we were nearby, we went to Philadelphia once. At the end of the game, you saw a throng of yeah. people coming off of the, uh, out of the game onto the subway. Yeah, we had no idea. the train idea. station, yeah. We were in Philadelphia the night of a preseason Eagles game. Yeah. Until we were in the subway and it's like, why are there like 400 people in Eagles jerseys? Right. All at the same time. <laughs> All the so same time. So I could time. see, yeah, if you really wanted to disappear, that's a great way to do it. That, yeah. It's such an obvious little thing, but I don't think I've ever seen something like that that's, in a movie where yeah, it's just genius. sort of like, park the car, get out, leave. Yep. And he walks away, scot-free. Yep. yep. Yeah, that was cool. Uh-huh. This movie was cool. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know whether or not I kind of love Ryan Gosling as as the dude or not because I think he was low key enough to sell it. Yeah. Like you, you he has a mysterious past. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even he's He's not even given a name in this. No, he's, he's just a, driver. He is a nameless driver. He's just referred to as driver. Brian in the Cranston always says, "Hey, kid." Yeah. He yeah. just says, "I've got the kid. I've or, got the or driver." Or it's the driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he is really good. Ryan Gosling is really good, and I've seen this in other movies of kind of looking either dead in the face, mm-hmm. like really just non-emotional at all. Yeah. Or all you see is in his eyes, like mm-hmm. uh, betrayal or how could this happen? How could you do this? Like, I've seen him look that way in other movies where he's just having a reaction. Yeah, he's emoting without emoting. Yeah, because I think there is so much more character happening in this movie than we get to see. Yeah. Because this dude clearly has a past. Because yeah. the second anybody starts scratching the surface he is on such a razor's edge like we when he's at the diner 
some fucking guy comes up to him and says, "Hey, I got this job." And he You helped me out a year ago. Yeah, I, my my bro- I I went upstate for 6 months and my brother got himself killed. But I got this job coming up and he just snaps. Yeah. And it's like, "You keep talking, I'm going to shut you up." I'm going to kick your teeth in and shut you up. Yeah. Like completely serious, like nothing. Yep. And then there's the scene and it keeps building from there when the robbery goes wrong and he is in the room with Christina Hendricks yeah. and she is terrified. He turns, he puts the gloves on yep. and he becomes another person Yeah, and he does not have a weapon. He says he doesn't have a weapon. He doesn't carry a gun. Yep. He covers her mouth and he is pointing his gun or he's pointing his finger. Yeah. As one would a gun. Yeah. He is holding in exactly the same position, but he has such like anger and threatening mm-hmm. in his eyes. He is terrifying. Yeah. And it just builds from there. And mm-hmm. then like it just keeps growing. He goes to the club with a hammer and he's like about to smash a, a bullet through a guy's forehead. Mm-hmm. He or, breaks his hand with right, the hammer. Right, right. You know, he goes into the elevator and he smashes a guy's head in with his foot. Like, he he goes off the deep end. Like, this is a man with deep, deep deep-seated violence inside of him. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes, like, very quickly it escalates. Yes. He is is sort of terrifying in this movie. He is. Which I never thought I would say about Ryan Gosling, especially because no. I didn't expect that in this movie at no, all. No, like we said coming in, I did not know this was it was this kind of a movie. I figured it was, yeah, it's more like the transporter. Right. And he's going to drive around and have different clients and it's going to go wrong. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, it did go wrong, he, but... He only had one client the entire movie. That was at the very beginning. Yep. His next client, he was basically going to do pro bono to help out his neighbor lady. Yep. That was it. His wannabe girlfriend. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, the last sequence, he's literally wearing that creepy rubber mask and drowning a guy on a beach. Yep. Like, he has become another person completely, and it's metaphorical and literal <laughs> yeah. with the fucking mask. And there's, like, you pointed out the the uh, the lighthouse. Yeah. So you've got the lighthouse and the beach, and it's dark. It's a great touch. And this fucking menacing man in a deadless rubber mask yeah. is drowning a man on the beach this was dark and it yeah. got dark fast yeah I, but mm. it was done so well like it this movie looks cool it yeah. feels cool it gets really scary really quickly right and and there's a lot of light and dark in this yeah and not a lot a of lot, humor a lot of the violence happens during the day yeah like Ron Perlman getting getting drowned happens at night. But Albert Brooks at the end gets stabbed in broad daylight. Yep. Uh, them in the motel room happens during the day. Getting There's shot only the hell a up. couple of guns in the entire movie. Yep. And it was at that point, it was the shotgun and I think the, the other guy. The pawn shop. And, and at the pawn shop, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's no other guns being used. Throughout the entire movie, which is a, a, an odd thing for this type of a movie, yeah. but I think it's more terrifying this yeah. way. Yeah, that it's it really works because he he flat out says, "I don't carry a gun," but look at the damage he does without one. Right. He he stabbed a dude with a a fucking curtain rod. W- 
He stabs he stabs a guy with a curtain rod in a in a bathroom after Christina Hedrick's head got blown off. Yeah. And what happened to the other guy? Oscar Isaac? No, the other guy in the room that came in. He just got sh- uh he shot him, I think. Hang on. Yeah, he shot him with a shotgun. Yeah, he got the shotgun away yeah, from the Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um so that's the only time he ever used a gun. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> yeah, so let's go back to where it goes wrong, where it kind of the pivot point of the movie. So he is nameless driver, Ryan Gosling, is kind of connecting with Carrie Mulligan's character, and we find out that she has a husband who's been in prison. Mm-hmm. And she actually out. she didn't say he was her husband. She said he was the the little boy's dad. Right. So then she says, my husband's getting out of jail. He gets out of jail. He's in trouble. So Ryan Gosling decides to help him. Mm-hmm. And they go to this pawn shop. And Christina Hendricks joins their little group. He's yeah. the getaway driver. She goes in. She takes the giant bag of cash, throws it in the car. Oscar Isaac is about to walk out. And he gets shot through the window in the ear or neck or neck. something. Yeah. And then popped in the chest from behind. Yep. That scene, like, I don't know if I was even breathing during that. Yeah. Did you find yourself completely just holding your I, breath? I was very much surprised. Yeah. By, I, I figured something was going to happen to Oscar Isaac. Right. I figured something was going to happen to him because that's how these movies go. Right. So I was surprised at the violence that was depicted mm-hmm. in this movie the entire way. Right. So when they chose to use it, it was used very viscerally. Like yeah. you felt it. Yeah. And again, it was building that tension. So he's like, I'll see you in five minutes. I'll see you in four. He yeah. taps the watch. It's absolute silence except the ticking. Yep. Yep. I did notice that. All you hear is the ticking watch. Yep. And then you can hear her shoes clack as she gets in the car. He shuts the car, like gets her in the car. Yep. doesn't shut the door. Mm-hmm. And then he's walking out and it's silence, silence, silence. And then Bang. And I jumped. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting. Tension. Tension. Yeah. All the way. Oh, my God. And then, of course, he gets out of the car to see, like, what's happening. Yeah. And then he gets in the car and drives off. Right. And there's another car there. Which we don't even see who's driving nope. that car. We never saw them. Yeah. We just saw a car pull up and then chase them. And then Rex. And again, it wrecks in silence. Yeah. They're driving off and all you see behind her through the windshield. Yeah, you can see what happens to that car through, yeah, through the back of the car, which was great. Like, yeah. there are a few scenes like that where, like, somebody's in a mirror. Like, when when Ryan Gosling and Carrie Mulligan are in the front seat of the car driving through the L.A. River, you can see the kid in the back seat through the rear, the rear view mirror. Yeah. And everything is framed excellently everything is lit excellently i don't know i don't know how else i could have improved this movie yeah it was unexpected for sure yeah um wow (laughs) you know i I don't really have much more of a reaction than that you could talk about him getting involved with irene and the kid you know you could think well you know he's got this past He's by himself. He's still pulling jobs. He's still being a getaway driver. But he also has this other thing, this almost legit thing. He's working at a shop. He's 
um, being a stunt driver in move for for movies. He's trying to get a team off the ground to be a race car driver. Exactly. His partner is 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 uh, getting in with some mob dude, uh, getting loaned three hundred thousand dollars to buy a, a car so that they can go and race in races, like l- real legit races. Yeah. You know, he's trying to go legit in a in a certain way, and you could see him looking at her and that, hey, that's my end for normal life. Yeah. You know, I like being with her. I like being with her kid, even though I'm a little weird as a just a stone-faced killer. <laughs> right. You know? Genuinely, like, the look on her face is... Also, it's really interesting. It's not even that she's scared of him. Like, I wouldn't even describe that look as no. scared. She's surprised. She's, she's surprised and intrigued. And, you know, we talk about tension. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt that the sexual tension between them was palpable mm-hmm. throughout the, that entire thing. They have but, one kiss. But I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think through, throughout that entire, like, courtship that he was really thinking that. Mm-hmm. I don't think so whatsoever. Yeah. I think he's so internal and he's taken what he can out of this relationship that he's satisfied with whatever this is, this, this little life with this kid and her and this little apartment, he could be satisfied with that. And he's just silent during it. He doesn't really know how to react to her yeah, and, and how to, how to uh, respond to her advances. Yeah. Because she's making the move. She is totally. And he, the, I think the one thing he says was, hey, I'm not doing anything this weekend if you want to go for a ride. Yeah. That's she's, it. She's staring him down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the tension that I was talking about. Him yeah. just sitting there with a stupid smile on his face. And she's got a stupid smile on her face. And right. she's like, today was good. Yeah. I had a good time. He had a good time. He had a good time. I had a good time. <laughs> well? Like, like, well, 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 like waiting for the next thing. And she just stares at him. Yeah. And then she holds his hand and she makes little smiles and she shows up at his work. Uh-huh. You know, this is very coming from her. Yeah. So even at the end of the movie, he calls her and says, I got to leave. I don't think I can come, come back. back. She's touching her mouth. Yeah. Did you catch that? Uh-huh. As he's talking, she's thinking about how he pressed her up against the elevator and was kissing her. She goes to his apartment yep. while he's driving away into the into the darkness. Yeah. She goes to his apartment, knocking on the door, hoping that he's there, and he's not. He's not coming back. Yeah. And after what she witnessed, right? She still wants. <laughs> she still wants something to do with him. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. But like I said, if you really look at her face, she's not horrified. She doesn't no. run away. She just backs out of the elevator and looks at him, right. and the door closes. Right. How fucked up is that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I saw you literally smash some guy's skull in to the point where he is past dead, there's nothing left of him. Yeah. And you keep kicking him. I would have a slightly different reaction to that. I guess you're not Carrie Mulligan. I guess not. Um, Let's just talk about the fact that this was 2011. This movie is packed with people like this is a hell of a cast so this is carrie mulligan after she's been nominated for her first oscar for uh she was nominated in 2009 for an education okay 
Uh, so she was kind of on the rise, but still sort of making a name for herself. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling was kind of on the rise. This was his era, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, same year, like we said, as Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Brian Cranston is smack in the middle, winding down Breaking Bad. Winning Emmys and Emmys and Emmys like crazy. Year after year after yep. year. You've got Oscar Isaac. This is like a full two years before he made Inside Lewin Davis, which was kind of his big first movie. Okay. So this is pre-fame for him. When did um, Ex Machina come out? Because that was the, his first, like, like big... Like, bigger starring role. It was, like, 15 or 16. It was later. Yeah. It was quite a few years after this. I thought it was earlier than that. But... No, but Inside Lou and Davis it was, was within really five years, the yeah. first one that put him on the map, and that okay. was 2013, which Carrie Mulligan is also in. Okay, all right. <laughs> Go figure. Um, and then, of course, you've got... Ron Perlman. Some older dudes. Ron Perlman playing a very Ron Perlman type. I love Ron Perlman just being Ron Perlman. Yeah, being being a filthy, swearing old dude. (laughs) But then Albert Brooks playing completely against type. I loved seeing Albert Brooks play against typecast. I I fucking love it. I was fucking shocked. I was terrified of Albert Albert Brooks. Brooks literally calmly and just like he kind of sighs and realize what he has to do. Yeah. And he stabs a man in the eyeball with a fork. <laughs> and then he continues to stab and then somebody. He grabs a knife and he slits him. Like, oh my oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hey now you have to clean up after my mess. What the fuck, man? And then very calmly he goes to talk to Brian Cranston and he shakes his hand and slices his arm open with a razor yeah. and then and very calmly washes it off. No, and no, he very calmly says, nope, don't worry. No, it's nope, over. Nope. It's over. You're nope. done. You're done. Don't, no. Just, just stop. Shush. Yeah. That's terrifying. And then he stabbed Ryan Gosling in the gut in the right. broad daylight in a parking lot. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Albert Brooks? Albert Brooks is fucking terrifying. I love it. The whole time I'm like, it's Marlon. It's Marlon. And he's kind of a psycho. <laughs> Everybody's a psycho in this. Yeah. Everybody. They just, the, oh man. I was not expecting this kind of violence. This not at was, all. Not at all. And it was really unexpected. It was like gory and bloody and, and, and they, they just the went for it. Yeah. Like he, he kills the guy in the bathroom yeah. and he is covered in blood. Yeah. And he's, again, Dead in the eyes, completely calm. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck? Yeah, all of these people are fucking psychotic. Yeah, even Carrie Mulligan, who is like a totally normal person, is a little psychotic because she's still interested in this weirdo. She's into it. My God. (laughs) But yes, the escalation of everything, going from, hey, this is kind of a low-key crime drama, Mm -hmm. to, oh my God, they just stabbed him in the eye. Right, right. Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed, um, when he goes, when it starts on that escalation and he takes the hammer to the strip club, clearly those women have seen some shit go down in this room many times because they are all just, you know, barely wearing any clothes and they're looking just at the floor. They're not looking, they're not making eye contact. Mm -hmm. They're just letting this happen. Yep. This is not the first time someone has come in and threatened one of these guys in their their business. And they're just not moving. They are kind of part of a tableau. Yeah. It's just kind of part of the background. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like he's on the phone with Nino telling him what what's what. Yep. And they're just staring at the ground. Mm-hmm. They're letting it happen. They're not reacting. They are not moving. They're not saying a word. They could have been a painting. They, and it would have been the tableau, same thing. Like yeah. I said. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few shots like that. Not many, but that one was the one that stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, but there was really cool things with lighting in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like whenever he's driving, they've got that low angle kind of from the passenger side yeah. up. Looking out the window at his face. Yeah. And it's usually night. And there's light coming from his rearview mirror mm-hmm. reflecting over his eyes. Yep. And so his eyes are lit up. And then as he's going under streetlights, his face would light up. Yep. And they did that many times in the movie. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. And then you've got these shots during the daytime where he drives the kid and Carrie Mulligan's character down to the reservoir. And they're just down the dry mm-hmm. riverbed. Mm-hmm. And they find this little spot of nature. Right. And it's like throwing rocks in a creek and sitting in a tree. And it's glowing, warm, and mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. And it's so different from the last scene where he's drowning a guy in the beach. <laughs> it's uh-huh. it, there's a very different transition. There are two different movies. Here. There are two different <laughs> movies happening here. Yeah, and like before the change happened, I wrote down that man, there's so many like mixed feelings everywhere, because Oscar Isaac coming back into the picture. Yeah. Of that whole triangle. Yeah. Should have had a different kind of reaction. Like I was waiting for the turn. Like the, when they the were all out in the hall. Jealousy. Yeah, when they were all out in the hallway. We have no idea what Oscar Isaac did to get put in prison. They never say it. They never say it. And yeah, he's t- telling all of his friends, yeah, I got a second chance. I need to make amends to people. And usually you say that in a movie, next next thing you're pulling a gun on somebody. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. And yeah. You just go right back into yeah. it. <laughs> and when they were in the hallway, I was just expecting the turn. Yeah. But in reality, it's genuine. He does want to get better, but be, what ha- whatever happened to him while he was in prison, it, it got him way deeper in than he wanted to ever be. He just wanted to get out. Yeah. He wanted to survive and he wanted to get out. Exactly. So he was paying, quote unquote, protection money in prison so that he wouldn't get shanked. Yeah. So when he gets out, he has to owe that money again. Yep. Well, how do you do that right away? You got to rob somebody. You got to stay in that life. Yep. But you're right. Uh, I had the same thing. Like he's in the hallway and he's like, you've been helping out? Thank you. Thank you. And he basically, it's like he's saying you've been quote unquote helping out. Yeah. He's like looking at him and he's kind of saying it, but then he's like, yeah, you've cool, been help, helping out my woman, like he helping gets her it. out of her clothes. Right. You know, that kind of a, a reaction that you would expect to happen in a movie like this. It's not. No, he. that's what you assume is going to happen. He's going to yeah. get like, well, I'm here now. Go away. Right. Like, get all territorial. Right. And he says, nope, let's go take the garbage out. Let mommy talk to her friend. Right. And leaves him there. Yeah. He gets invited over for dinner later. We find out how they meet. He refers to him as my new friend. Yeah. He's trying to help him out. That's cool. Yeah. It's very different than what you expect this kind of character to be in this kind uh-huh. of a movie. Uh-huh. You fully expect territorial asshole. He's just going to say, get the fuck out of he my life. He just got out of prison. Yeah. He's back with his woman and, and his boy. And he doesn't want to rob this place. No. But he doesn't see another way out. Right. And Ryan Gosling being the guy he is trying to be mm-hmm. goes along with it saying, hey, I want to help out. 
I want to help you be that guy. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It, it's just a weird juxtaposition that Ryan Gosling's character is more of a more of a bastard than Oscar Isaac's character. Yeah. And that it just kind of fucks with your mind a little bit, but how it ha- how how it ends ends up happening is, you know, you know, I didn't expect a- after after uh Oscar Isaac was going to come back. I'm going to keep calling him Oscar Isaac. After after he His gets His name is Standard. It's like a yeah, weird name. <laughs> I don't want to call him Standard. <laughs> Uh, after Oscar, after Oscar Isaac gets out of prison and he comes home, I didn't expect Ryan Gosling and her to get together. Yeah, I expected there to still to be some tension there, but I wouldn't expect him to go over for dinner. I wouldn't expect him to, you know, go see the kids' basketball game, baseball game, or you know, the go on kind family of, vacations. I know, I know, and I don't, I don't really know what I expected, but I know they weren't gonna get together. But at the same time. After Oscar Isaac gets shot and killed, Ryan Gosling is still protecting her to a point. He knows why that guy is there in the elevator. He sees his gun. He sees his gun. Uh, he knows why he's there and he's going to protect her. And then, I'm sorry, but her husband was just murdered. She just talked to the cops about what just happened. You're going to pull her back to make out with her in the elevator after you, right before you murder a dude? What kind of psycho are you? Yeah, yeah. And she's into it. I mean, it, listen. To he a also he he reacted that way because she was in the elevator. He probably would have reacted, let's just call it poorly, um, had she not been in the elevator because clearly this dude was there because yeah. he knew there was a woman involved. Right. But because she was there, it took him to 11 immediately. Uh-huh. And he he killed that dude because he had to protect himself but more importantly he had to protect her sure yeah yeah what a display of manly (laughs) courage (laughs) sure sure let's call it that sure what else you got what's with people and toothpicks (laughs) ah i've known people who have done that with toothpicks and i think seen plenty of movies where people have like that oral fixation where they always yep. have a toothpick or mm-hmm. like in Deadpool the chick has like a match stick all the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. what is that it, I think you just said it. it's an oral fixation yeah I mean, he some doesn't people, smoke it's... they call out in the first scene of the movie yeah he doesn't do cigarettes yeah he doesn't take extra you know uppers or anything like that like, no. even caffeine no um he might have used to. He doesn't. He's not shown drinking yeah. at all in no. the movie. He has water. Yeah. He drinks water. Yeah. He drinks water. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't carry a gun. He goes to a diner and eats ice cream. He goes to a diner and eats ice cream. <laughs> I think that's it. Otherwise, his things are he chews a toothpick. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just kind of a like a teeth gnashing thing you need something so you're not fucking your teeth up because an angry, angry also why man, would you give a child a toothpick because it's what you got on you i don't I know guess, i guess but yeah, if you were an angry angry human being i guess mm-hmm. that needs to i guess work through that you'd I be guess. chewing through some toothpick i guess hey or chew on some chew on some wood yeah I don't know. It's just one I don't of know what weird, that's about. weird things. And in this movie, they actually address it. Like, a lot of times people just have the toothpick and they never talk about it. It's part of their it. character. It's just part of the character. Like, 
Yeah. Jackie Daytona, human bartender. <laughs> he has a toothpick, and that's the transformative piece. <laughs> if you've not seen the television show What We Do in the Shadows, or the movie, or the movie, What We Do in the come Shadows, come on, guys. What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, is arguably the best movie of the past 10 years. You heard it here first, kids. I, I didn't hear any argument from, from you either. <laughs> So I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you. Yeah, you might be right. It's up there, certainly at for least, comedies. At, at least top ten. Oh yeah, at the very least top ten of the of the past decade. Yep. And the TV show, damn good as well. Yeah. All right. Um, I yeah I don't really have a whole lot more to say about this movie. Like I said, I don't know how in a rush I will be to rewatch this movie. No. But I am gonna be thinking about this movie. For a while. Uh Like a while. (laughs) And I mean, um, thinking about like the other styles and genres of movies we've been watching, like very little to do with what the Fast and Furious characters have been going through. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's driving, there's crime, there's a lot of money involved. Um, there's a girl, there's always a girl. There's always a girl. Um, not a lot of kids involved though. No kids. No. There's a baby on the way, but that's all we know. Right. But yeah, this is a very kind of, it's, if, if there's any relation to any movie that I've seen, it is The Transporter with Jason Statham. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I love The Transporter. Um, it's it's one of those uh, like lower budget movies. It's got one of the guys from The fr- the First Fast and Furious. From the first one? Vince, yeah. He's Vince, in that? Vince is the bad guy. We watched that movie and I don't yes. remember it at all. <laughs> he was also much, much smaller back then. Skinny Vince. Yeah, so Vince is the bad guy in the transporter. All right. And yeah, 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 yeah. Um, don't remember that at all. Um, and then, of course, Jason Statham eventually will show up in this series. Yes, yes. It's uh, true. It's all a big circle, Betsy. A big circle. But yeah, <sighs> this was... I, I'm glad we watched Drive. This was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm... I'm for sure. Really surprised. I'm really... It was very unexpected. We were kind of uh, on the fence about what, what we were going to do for our last one. Yep. Uh, it was between this one and I think... Speed Racer. Uh, Speed Racer. And we mentioned like Cannonball Run and some other... Uh, like like Bullet. Yeah. Uh, other car related movies. This one is more like crime and driving. Yeah. Um, There's cars in it. <laughs> there are cars in it. There was a Mustang and an Impala. Yep. <laughs> That's about it. Yep, and whatever he drives. Yeah, I don't know what that what what his was. Some um, souped up old sports car. Some old sports muscle car. car. Yeah. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. So drive. Uh. So yeah. That that's the end of our little detour here. Uh. Next time you hear from us, we're going to be watching. We're gonna be back. Fast and Furious Six. Number six. Number six. Number six. There you go. There's a lot of movies there, Betsy. There's a lot of movies there. We got five more to go, Trent. Five. Five? Five dollar. Wait, no, that's not a thing. What? It used to be. It used to be a thing. Five dollar foot, foot long. long. Yeah. I don't need Subway. No. I don't need Subway. Tell the people how they can find us, Trent. What? We want to hear from them. All right. So, as usual, as per usual, as the kids say, no, they don't. No, they don't. Email us at neverseenitpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at neverseenit underscore pod. And if you want to support the podcast, click the little link in the podcast description. There's something there about support. 
click the link, go to the page, throw us a few bucks if you want to. No big deal if you can't. But yeah, we'll be back with more Fast and Furious. Until then, I've been Trent. And I've been Betsy. This has been Never Seen It. We'll catch you next time. Bye!